Hi everyone, it's Nachama Seiderson. We are on Parsha's Chukas. And I thought at first the Chukas was not the most intriguing of Parshios. Um, I knew it had the par Paraduma, the red cow that has to be burned and sprinkled and whatnot in order to purify someone who became Tame Lemes, someone who came in contact with the dead and is now impure. But I didn't really know what was going on in this week's Parsha. Well, kind of knocked my socks off because it is actually one of the most interesting Parshios. Okay. So what else happened besides that? So first of all, Miriam, Moshe's sister, dies. Very sad. And the Be'er Miriam, the, the rock that sprung forth water for the Jews in the past 40 years in the desert, it stops producing water. And the Jews, of course, do what? You got it. They complain. And there's an incident called May Meriva. And um, there's Moshe hits the rock, mistake that ends up preventing him from going into Eretz Yisrael, which is terribly sad. Um, another sad thing, Aaron also dies in this week's Parsha, and the Jews are devastated because he's, don't forget, he's the peacemaker. So the Jews mourn him for 30 days. Um, Amalek attacks. The Jews have to fight war against Amalek. Okay, so there's tons of things that are happening. Just take a, 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 a peek. Um, oh, the Jews speak Lashon Hara against Hashem and Moshe and the Mun. And... This feels like deja vu. Um, Hashem sends snakes to kill to kill the Jews, and of course Moshe, being Moshe, you know, quickly springs into action and puts up a stick with the snake on top of it. And and when the Jews look at it, they end up doing teshuva, and the the snakes stop killing people. So that's another thing that happens. But what I want you to realize is the timeline that's going on here. So two Parshas ago, we had Parsha Shlach, the whole story with the spies. If you remember, we said that all the people, all the males between 20 and 60 years old had to die out before they could enter Eretz Yisrael. Well, all those people have already died. So we're really getting towards the end. Like we're at the end of the 40 years already at this point of the Parsha. And um, Moshe's actually time-wise going to die soon. We still have a lot of parshas left till we finish the whole, all five books because the whole last book of Devarim is Moshe's speech to, to the Jews. So we're really getting towards the end and we're, we're going to enter Eretz Yisrael soon. Um, so at the end of this week's parsha, the Jews really do start making headway and they, they are starting to enter countries in order to er enter Eretz Yisrael. And they are not met with, you know, a friendly smile and a nice welcome they meet a lot of resistance and they do have to go to war in order to get past those countries. So one of the countries that they need to go to war with is Bashan. It's a country called Bashan and the king's name is Og. And Moshe is really afraid to go to war with Og. Well, why is he afraid? If you have Hashem on your side and you're not afraid of sin, there is no reason to be afraid. So why was Moshe afraid? And the answer is that Og, <laughs> he's not new to the scene. He's actually quite old. 470 years prior to this story, Og was the man who came to tell Avraham Avinu that his nephew Lot had been captured by the four kings. There was this war between four kings and five kings, and Lot got in the middle of it. He was captured. So Og, you know, very heroically went to tell Avraham, your nephew has been captured. So Avraham went to go capture him. And Moshe was so afraid that because of this good deed, you know, he's got a good deed on his side. Maybe he's got some sort of merit that he might win the war. Can I tell you something interesting, though? When Og did that, do you know what his intent was? He was hoping and assuming, actually, 
that everyone was going to get involved in the war and for sure die. If you one man, he was going to get involved in this war between four kings and five kings. Of course, he would die and then Og would be able to take Avram's beautiful wife, Sarah. His intent was far from noble. And yet, Moshe feared his zechus, his merit. This fact can be such a chizuk for us. Think about what any good deed that we do, what a huge merit it has. What noise it's making in Shemayim, in the heavens, when we do something. And we may not always have the proper intent. We're not, always, we're not there yet. There's a concept called mitoch shalolishma balishma. From something that we do that's not totally, you know, for the sake of heaven. It's not, you know, the proper intention necessarily. Balishma, it will come. It will come. One day we'll get there and we'll be able to do it with the proper intent. But right now it's okay. We could just do it. Just do the action. And have such a comfort and such a strengthening to remember and to realize what merit you are creating for yourself, for your children, for your grandchildren, for all generations after you, from any good deed that you do. You never know what ramifications any good deed that you do have. Have a wonderful week, a wonderful Shabbos. Thanks for listening.